Hello. How's it going? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing just dandy. Um, almost as dandy as if a frat house moved next door to me. I mean, I'd be fine with it. Just, you know, keep it down. Yeah, just keep it down. Um, we watched Neighbors. We did. <laughs> the first one. The, the arguably probably less horrible one. I Is the seen second the one bad? Oh, I don't know. I just, I don't see how it could be good. <laughs> I haven't seen it and I don't care to. It's got Hit Girl in it. Who? <laughs> Chloe Grace Moretz, who was Hit Girl in Kick-Ass. Is like... Uh, I don't know if I've seen Kick-Ass, actually. You would like that. Movie. I was say, I, I know who, I know who she is. Yeah, she's been in other things. How do you know who she is if you haven't seen Kick Ass? Like, who is she's she, been in other things. Who is she beyond that? She's uh, the girl from Kick Ass. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I'm pulling up her thing because uh, I was like, I'm trying to remember like what exactly else I've seen her in. Um, she was in some TV show that I liked. Um, trying to see. Oh, um, she was in Desperate Housewives. She was one of the kids. Oh, interesting. Um, I think it was one of, one of her like first bigger things. She was also um, a reco- had a recurring role in My Name is Earl um, that we've talked about a few times here. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in something else that I saw and I was like, oh, I really liked her in that, but I can't put my finger on it at the moment. I'll. It doesn't matter. Um, but, yeah, no, I haven't seen Neighbors 2, so I can't really speak to it, but if I, I can't imagine it being good literally at all. Maybe I'll watch it someday. <laughs> I think I'm probably good. Who knows? Um, I watched this movie. I never thought I would. Oh, was this your first time seeing it? Yeah. No way. Yeah. I don't I don't see movies like this. I guess this that's This is like very firmly that by the time this movie came out, I was just like, yep, that looks like a movie. <laughs> and it is a movie. Please and thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. It has um, the less egregious Franco brother in it. Man, I do not like Dave Franco at all. <laughs> What's your problem with Dave Franco? I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> it is. It just gives off a vibe where I'm just like, I, nope. Absolutely not. Cannot. <laughs> That's fine, I guess. But I'm just like, and like now Allison Bree is married to him. It's Who's just that? like, she's uh, Annie from Community. She was on the show Glow. Oh, oh okay. Because um, I was like, I don't know. I was like, who the fuck are you talking about? Okay. Yeah. The main girl in Glow. Yeah, Allison Bree. Yes, I didn't know her name. And I'm like, I do not understand this at all. But you know what? It is a fool that looks for logic in the chambers of the human heart. So. Peace, peace be with them. <laughs> um, I think he's fine in this. Um, I think this was... His character is fine. I think he... Something's up. Something's up with him. <laughs> like, in general? Yeah. I don't, I don't trust that fucking Franco family. <laughs> One bit. Not as far as I can throw him. Um, all right. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> The whole judge of this movie is that Seth Rogen and his wife... Um, Rose Byrne, who is adorable and delightful and is allowed to use her Australian accent in this movie <laughs> to the benefit of, this, of us all. Oh, a hundred fucking percent. Um, There's nothing worse than an Australian pretending to be an American in a movie. They always sound bizarre. Yeah. I mean, like, <sighs> accents are hard in general. And I think especially nailing, like, a Californian accent mm-hmm. is, like, specifically not easy. Yeah. Well, no, people always go, like, Midwestern. Like, yeah. if you hear, like, anybody who's English or anybody who is Australian or... <laughs> Anyone they, with that kind of inflection. They go, they go for that, like, yeah, that Midwest non, that? non-regional non dialect the way, like, a news anchor does it. <laughs> well, because I feel like it's easier to nail. Yeah. Because, like, it kind of hides... It, it, or a Southern accent, because it kind of hides the, like, 
little inflection that they have. Yeah, or like Chris Hemsworth plays Thor with like a weird, almost British. Like, but not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I don't really know what's going on there, but yeah. it's fine. They should just let Thor be Australian. Who fucking cares? Honestly, I'm here for it. <laughs> oh, it's me, Thor. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe Good day. Not, not have them see that. <laughs> I, I think I'm good without my Thor sounding like Crocodile Dundee. He's like holding the hammer up. He's like, Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. <laughs> Thunder comes yeah. down. I, yeah. lo- I love Rose Byrne. I, mean, <laughs> no. I think she's fun in this movie. She is. And um, so fun fact, I, I did some you know preliminary research like I did for last week's um, episode. And originally um, it was written that the wife had no involvement in like any of the pranks or any of it. Like, well, I'm glad just, they changed that. Yeah, um, but like Seth Rogen's like real wife was like, first of all, his friends were not going to give a shit about his neighbors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the one that's going to be invested is his wife. <laughs> Did Seth Rogen write this? Uh, he was thoroughly involved. Oh, interesting. <laughs> um, I, I think it was more on like the production end where he was like, oh, like he like, got I, involved after the fact and probably rewrote it heavily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she was like, no, that's stupid. Like, yeah. involve involve the wife, and then Rose Byrne was like, absolutely. Let's rage. Yeah, she's like, I'm super down. Yeah. I want people to think I'm fun and funny. <laughs> and honestly, she nailed it. Yeah. I think she's fun and funny. She's good in this, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, you know, just buy a house. They have a little baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> um, the, so the baby is played by a pair of twins. Yeah, I saw that in the credits. Um, and that opening scene where, like, the baby, like, he's watching, watching them fuck. Yeah. Um, but uh, the bit where, like, the baby turns around, like, that was, like, real. Like, it, she wasn't supposed to. Like, yeah. she just did. And if you are paying attention, like, you can hear them laugh <laughs> because she is not supposed to turn around. She just keeps watching them. So they, kept, they left it in. <laughs> yeah, that's a very happy accident because that was funny. Yeah, because that's hilarious. And I feel like also just very real. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that I have children, but, like, I've heard stories of. Yeah, kids those. love to watch people fuck. Anybody also, who has kids know that kids love to watch fucking. Yeah, and to, like, Rose Byrne's point, she was like, yeah, like, for the first, you know, like, eight months of their development, all they see is, like, shapes. So, like, it's good. I don't know. I think that kid's going to grow up weird. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I also, like, will kick my fucking dog out of the room. That's, like, the first like, step of uh, fucking your kid up before, like, homeschooling them. <laughs> Which, first of all, one, never have kids. You end up with a non-socialized weird little monster. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> one of my best friends was homeschooled for most of her life, and, you know, she was a little weird growing Which up. Which one? No, I'm just kidding. You've never met her. Okay, good. <laughs> I was like, I can take a few guesses. Ooh. <laughs> we'll do that later. <laughs> I'm going to play that game. <laughs> you met a few of your friends. Maybe they were all homeschooled. <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> it's the vibe. <laughs> um, anyways... But yeah, so then they're like, oh, we have some new neighbors moving in. And then it turns out they thought it was going to be this lovely gay couple. <laughs> it's a fabulous neighborhood. <laughs> and then they give them that look. <laughs> that sent me. That was pretty good. Um, but then it turns out to be a whole ass frat house. Mm-hmm. Which, um, that's yeah. I did not know that it worked like that, that the university just buys a property it's <laughs> at n- random. Not. Okay. <laughs> so that's like my, what I'm, I'm going to say one of my gripes with this movie. So, uh-huh. um... I went to a college that, like, was very anti-Greek life, so I found out this through, like, other people and just, like, stuff that I've learned all- uh, along the way. Uh-huh. But, um, so, the from what I understand, for the most part, it's the actual, like, fraternity sorority that's responsible for the land and the house upkeep and everything, and it's not actually school-sanctioned really at all. Mm. Um, usually there's... What? Yeah, it's... it's The university owns the land? 
<coughs> University is responsible for the houses. Hmm. UC Berkeley is responsible for all the frat houses in that area. Oh, yeah, you know a lot about inspections. Would you like to come learn me real quick? Zach is actually an animal house. Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> He's both an animal and he a, lives in a house. A house. <laughs> No, but, um, so, okay, apparently, I was very wrong, so the university owns the land. Well, the, the house. The house. Yes. Okay, so got it. It's their responsibility to have it inspected, taken care of. Basically, they're, like, a management company. So, the, like, fraternity rents it from the university. Pretty much. Allegedly. Okay, got it. I just want to make sure I was on the right page of that. Okay. So, but usually they're, like, buying houses in the same, like, neighborhood. It's yeah, I was going like, to say, there's, like, like, like a, a one-off house. There's, like, a fraternity row and a sorority row. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, usually... Sorority Row, great slasher flick. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> it has a weird remake that is also kind of worth seeing. Oh. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard of either of them, so... Hmm. Um, but, yeah, so usually there's, like, a couple of, like, blocks in which all these houses reside. They're usually not, like, way fucking far from all the rest of yeah, them. Yeah, next to just, like, <laughs> a full regular people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because to the point of the uh, real estate agent where they get involved like halfway through and she's like, oh, absolutely nobody would buy this house. Yeah. That's full send, correct? I wouldn't. No. <laughs> and also, to that same vein, like, the university should not have bought that plot of land in the middle of the neighborhood. Yeah. Like, Who sold weird. it to them? Yeah. There's a lot of variables here. Like, and, you know, this is a whole another soapbox I can get on about, like, you know, the fucking house industry right now and the real estate industry right now and... People, you know, like that, like practice of like writing letters to like the f- sellers and like trying to do that thing and how like unethical that is and like whatever. So like, yeah, I don't know. So maybe the sellers didn't know. You know, again, there's a lot of variables here. Obviously, this is a fucking movie, but like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's where like my gears get spinning and like the things I think about and how this would like truly just never happen in real life. But um, anyway, so they have this frat house. They're like, hey, like we're cool. Like just like try to keep it down. Like don't be like you know, having, like, ragers until 3 in the morning. They're like, absolutely not. We would never. Yeah, just call me first. Don't call the cops. Yep, and then what do they do? They call the fucking cops. Yep. I mean... They do bring it upon themselves. They're much like the protagonists in, like, a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what? Yeah, we try- totally tried calling you before. Um, and, like, they couldn't have knocked on the door. That was the thing that they couldn't do for uh, some They reason. didn't want to end up there all night again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after partying with them the first time. Which also <laughs> killed me, because, like, they were like, oh, yeah, like, no, like, they partied with us. And showed the yeah. <laughs> footage in my eyes, balls. <laughs> Can I offer a hot take about this movie? Always. I don't really buy Zac Efron in this part. No. As, like, it's, like, I don't think it's a hot take. As, like, a psychotic uh, frat president. Um... I did not know that I would have this read on him because I don't know that I've seen him in much else. Uh-huh. But uh, I think he comes across as like a really sweet, kind soul. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> and like, I'm just like, I don't buy him as this like kind of villainous uh, no, douche. Literally me, not me either. And so I, I'm going to get on my soapbox about Zac Efron. I talked about this last week that I have one. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so... I am in the same boat. I actually think he's a very pleasant human being. Yeah. I've seen him in the Baywatch movie. That's the only, <laughs> That's other, fine. Where he also kind of plays like a douchebag that I didn't really buy. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. And I think that's kind of the zhuzh. Like, I don't think that, you know, he fits that role very well. And I don't know if you ever saw High School Musical or any nope. of that. So that was, you know, his, like, first kind of, like, big break, I would say. Yeah. Um, You know, back in fucking, I'm looking it up, like, the mid 2000s mm-hmm. um before you know hairspray and all that fun stuff um but 
you know, he kind of plays like a, you know, douchey jock in that too, at least the beginning. And then he has like a coming to Jesus moment where he like falls in love with some like, you know, nerdy girl and, you know, ditches the basketball team to like be in the high school musical. That's, that's your TLDR of high school musical. Yeah. Um, Vanessa Hudgens is a nerdy girl. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) She's like a mathlete and like in the science club. (laughs) Um, but there's this thing on Netflix um, that I think they're actually filming the second season to right now mm. called Down to, Down to Earth with Zac Efron. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if me and Zac have ever like touted this to you before. I don't think so. It's actually pretty excellent. He goes to like all these different like countries and like different places and like learns about their cultures and like things. Um, so we were kind of talking about this a little bit uh, on the last episode, but like he's like, you know, like kind of a health freak, like very, you know, whatever. Yeah. So allegedly, supposedly like, like 10-ish years ago he had a bit of like a pill problem okay allegedly i'm not trying to get fucking sued sure um but then after that like and he realized like what a toll he was doing on his body with like all the you know whatever he was taking yeah i'm um, sure like anybody totally has to be in the position that he's in. i don't judge anybody for taking Absolutely any not. drugs no <laughs> and i'm not either i'm not saying it's a bad thing or yeah. whatever um but then afterwards he like was like oh i'm gonna like have basically like this like health rebirth and like now he's like borderline again allegedly orthorexic what does um, that mean so basically like where he only eats birds <laughs> <laughs> yes he only eats birds no but basically it's like very like uh you know only like very much like good or bad foods like i refuse to eat anything that's not like from this earth like yeah. um like you know anything that's not like uh you know illy meat or vegetable like, he does not eat anything that's not like whatever is in his like regime Okay. Like very like keeps it very tight and like I use the word orthorexic very I've scarily. never heard that term before so <laughs> it's like, again it's not like it, it's kind of like you know and I like chicken but <laughs> who doesn't I guess a vegan again we, we talked about those aren't real um, no. neither are birds um, but so basically it's like kind of like in the eating disorder realm like not like anorexic but like I will only eat healthy he's things. got a hard yeah yeah like a hard you I, know, get, limit I get on, that right i've been there <laughs> <laughs> right and you know whatever but like you know there there's a, a place for you know whatever you want to include in your diet whatever this is that's all i'm gonna say about that yeah you know moderation moderation whatever he doesn't believe in that yeah. <laughs> apparently <laughs> but you remember coming me coming to a party at your house and refusing to have a hamburger <laughs> yeah and i was like sir <laughs> 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 and then like 30 minutes later you're like okay fine I don't think I did. You did. You broke down and ate one. Did I? Oh, yeah. Okay. And maybe exaggerating about the thirty-minute thing, but you were like finally like a while later, like okay, <laughs> snuck over and grab it. But um, so like that's a thing. And then like you know like the workout regime and whatever. Um, basically like he went from like this movie like where he's like obviously like very fit like at the very end you know spoiler alert, he you know finishes school and becomes an Abercrombie model. Is that a real thing? Yes. They have shirtless people outside the. Not anymore. Okay. <laughs> So, um, I actually wanted to kind of loosely get into that, too. So, um, back in, like, the, like, early mid-2000s, back when, like, you know, Abercrombie Hollister, all that shit was, like, super hot for all the, like, fucking teeny boppers and whatever. Yeah. Um, not that it's not having a resurgence now. Uh-huh. Um, but is it's it? different. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> One of my favorite pair of jeans is from Abercrombie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is, like, so funny, because they've totally come full circle. Uh- but, like, around the time, like, with this movie, 2014, like, I would say it was actually, like, really kind of tanking. Because, like, everything, um, you know, like, 
I would say when I was in middle high school, it was, like, at its peak, like, oh, this is super popular, like, everyone who's, anyone's wearing this stuff, but, like, all their stuff was, like, super, super, super tiny across the board, like, male or female, whatever, Hmm. but, like, they didn't go past a size large for men or women, Uh and, like, I remember specifically being, like, an eighth grader and, like, shoving myself in a large, (laughs) Mm. and, like, I wasn't huge in the eighth grade, like, I was probably, I was definitely smaller than I am now, (laughs) And, um, so it was just, like, a weird time, and, like, you know, at the same time, Lululemon was getting a lot of heat for, like, not carrying over a size, like, 10, same mm-hmm. thing, because, like, oh, it's basically, we don't cater to larger people, larger body people. Yeah. Um, and so, actually, around this time is when they did away with the models outside the Abercrombie stores, that was the whole yeah. point of that. So they used to have half-naked men outside the stores all day, every day. <laughs> God, if that was your job. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> and... I dated a guy that worked at Abercrombie, uh-huh. um, and it was around this time, like, he, he started as, like, the dude that was shirtless in front of the store, and then they did away with that, so then he was just, like, a salesperson. Oh, and he was like, oh. <laughs> he tried to come inside, they're like, no, you gotta put a shirt on. <laughs> no shirt, no shoes, no service. But what's wild, too, is that um, they actually, like, have, like, a set of clippers and stuff in, like, the back room, and, like, if your facial hair and your head hair is not a certain, like, mm. like number one, two, three, or four, uh-huh. you can get sent home. That's bizarre. Yeah, like, it was a very specific look that they were trying to achieve, and, like, same thing with, like, the girls. Like, you couldn't wear black. You couldn't wear your hair up in, like, a certain way. Yeah. Um, like, they were very particular about, like, their look. Yeah. Um, it, it was weird. <laughs> it was a weird time. <laughs> no, I remember being in high school and going with a friend um, mm-hmm. to, like, because he was shopping for clothes, and mm-hmm. we went in there, and I was just like, yeah, I, I don't, uh, I don't want to wear any of this. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, like, I remember, like, you know, fucking scraping together my allowance money to buy, like, a sale shirt yeah. that I did not fit in. Oh, no. <laughs> but, like, it's funny because, like, now, you know, ten years later, almost, like, they're, you know, coming back in style, but everything's, like, an actual normal size. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, oh. like, it's less, you know, like, fucking tiny t- t-shirts. It's, like, you know, just normal clothes. And, like, you can actually see in the stores now before they turn the lights off. Yeah. And pump fucking... EDM and Abercrombie Fierce through the pores of the store. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, they used to have the, you know those, like, air fresheners that have the little pfft? Yeah. They used to literally have those throughout the store that, like, would oh, spray wow. cologne. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Bad. <That> sounds terrible. <laughs> it was. But, like, we all, like, we drank the Kool-Aid. We bought the fucking shirts. <laughs> Did the thing. Um, yeah, so, no, that was a very real job that sorry, people sorry, had. Sorry, I missed that. No, you're good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the shirtless model outside the store was a job that people had. That is fascinating. Yeah, and um, like they would stop you in the mall and be like, "Hey, do you want to like be this person?" <laughs> like, fuck you. Yeah, I mean, I was never asked. But, <laughs> but people—that's how they got the job. <laughs> they would get yeah. stopped by the other people that were actively doing that and be like, "Hey, do you want to be me?" <laughs> if, I was, if you were walking by a store and somebody without a shirt, I was like, "Hey, wait, let me talk to you." I'd be like, "Fuck off." Yeah. <laughs> no, same. But um, that's how the guy I dated got that job like oh, basically man. was like got, got like poached as he was walking by they're like hey that's like, really funny yeah <laughs> they ended up being a manager there for a while so what is <laughs> what is the soapbox part of your Zach oh, Efron take right so 
Anyways, um, so he is one of those people. So, like I said, in this movie, he's like objectively like fit, you know, healthy looking, like whatever. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> I don't really know. He looks like somebody him. drew him. Right. Yeah. But if you look at him now, so in that show, um, the like down to earth, like there's he goes to like Iceland and like does like the thing and like eats like their like local fare and whatever. And I forget where he goes, but like, he does this thing where it's like a cold plunge tub and then like a hot tub thing. Uh huh. Um, but like you see him shirtless in that one. And he is just, like, one, now one of those, like, people that's just, like, densely super fucking muscular. Uh-huh. Like, he looks like he has not been out of a gym in six years. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, like, if you look at him in this movie versus where he looks like now, he looks like he has doubled his body mass of just pure muscle. Oh, wow. Like, his abs have abs. Cool. <laughs> um, but... You know, again, like, it kind of begs that question, like we were saying last week, like, you know, there's, like, you know, everyone has an unrealistic body standard, right? Men do, women do, whatever. Mm -hmm. Is he feeding into that at this point and just, like, whatever? You know what I mean? Oh, That's where I'm getting at with this. Like, is he perpetuating this? Is this, you know, uh, you know, he feels like he needs to look a certain way to do these certain things? Because he, this is, he got into, like, the shape he is now. Yeah. For Baywatch. Yeah. Right? And then he just never stopped. He just kept going. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like the same path that, like, Hugh Jackman went down. Right. <laughs> um, and then now, you know, you could sit here and say he has a dad bod or whatever. Arguably more successfully. Because I don't know, like, what is Zac, what movies does Zac Efron in? But um, <laughs> he's actually he's going to be the remaking Firestarter. And I saw, a tra- oh. I saw a trailer for it. It doesn't look bad. But he's the dad in it. And that freaked me out. I was like, wow, Zac Efron's old enough to be the dad in things now. That's fucking weird. I mean, yeah, he's uh, he's 34, so yeah. like, checks out. It's a good age to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I did not know that's where you were going to come at it from. I thought you were going to talk about, like, how dare they put him in this position. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> oh, how do they objectify him and, like, make him – oh, but what I was going to say, though, was, like, I do think he's, like, genuinely, like, at his core, like, a good person. Yeah. Like, and I think that Down to Earth show, like, really – yeah. Kind of expresses that. Yeah. Um, and like, uh, it's like him and like one of his like health guru friends that like is like his like travel buddy on the show. Yeah. Um, it's like I said, it's really fucking interesting. There's like, I want to say like four or five episodes about an hour. Yeah. Um, I think it's worth watching. They're working on another season right now. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I think he's a very interesting person that like, you know, like looking at him, you would maybe assume he's like a type of way, but like, yeah. I no, don't think he is. I think he projects very uh, positive energy. You know who he reminds me of is like a Brendan Fraser. I can see that. Um, so I would like, hopefully his, uh, I don't want to say picks up, but like his career, like he starts doing more varied <laughs> things. Because uh, I would like to see him in more stuff. Yeah, because I, I think kind of like the judge is a little bit more of this like, you know, his like down to earth stuff like less you know action movie or yeah. whatever like more of like documentary type of things. he he needs to have like a bradley cooper swing well, in what way bradley cooper showed up mm-hmm. and like he was like a young actor who would take like what you know he was trying to get his career going mm-hmm. but he was constantly like the boyfriend in a romantic comedy that like she needs to realize sucks so that she can end up with vince vaughn or like <laughs> Got it. <laughs> like, he was, like, kind of in that mold as, like, this, like, douchey guy. And then he, like, portrayed the uh, the ultimate version of that in The Hangover. Right. And that, and that kind of helped, like, tip him over the edge where he could be, like, other things. Mm-hmm. And then he was, like, he, like, he fucking wrote and directed and starred in that new Star is Born. And, like, he's kind of in this, like, that. other part of his career. Um, I actually never saw it. It's good. Yeah. All I know is that him and Lady Gaga, like, I fuck each other for, like, hours. So. Yeah. Um, and then continue to do so in real life. 
Yeah, like, every, I'm not not convinced that they're not fucking in real Everybody life. was just like, oh, they're definitely fucking. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, if they are good for them, if they're not, also good for them. Yeah. I mean, he's like married with kids and stuff, right? Yes, so. and that's why it was like drums that they were like yeah. eye fucking at like the Grammys or the Oscars, whatever. Yeah. The fuck Don't fuck Lady Gaga if you have a wife and kids, unless your wife is into that and that's like part of your thing. Yeah, and whatever. Maybe your wife should fuck Lady Gaga. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, as long as she doesn't do the House of Gucci accent. <laughs> I've only seen clips and I. Also I, I, Gucci. I remember like being so excited for it and then like seeing a trailer finally and being like, oh. "This is my cousin DiGiorno." I just, yeah, it, it just sounds real, real bad after all of the things I've seen about it. Talk about handbags and have a piece of pie. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm good. Bene. No. Molto bene. Honestly, I heard everyone's, like, really bad in that. It's fucking, it's, it's quite a thing. Yeah, because, like, I was super pumped for it after, like, the first couple of trailers, and then, like, literally, like, it, like, came out and everyone was like, absolutely not. I don't think everybody's bad in it. I think it's just, like, off. <laughs> It's, and also, isn't it like nine years long? Its calibration is off. It was a little long, I guess. I don't, I Adam idea. Driver's good in it. <laughs> but it's, Adam Driver's not, not good in anything. I love Adam Driver. Um, I would say, I don't know. Did you watch Marriage Story? Yeah. Yeah, that was super fucking good. It was really good. Yeah, I really quite enjoyed that. That was yeah. probably the last thing other than a Star Wars that I've seen him in. <laughs> Any of the Star Wars films. <laughs> you know, a Star Wars. <laughs> a singular war of stars. <laughs> Not Star Wars. That was a different man. That was a different thing. <laughs> but anyways. Um, where are we going with this? Oh, yeah. Zac Efron being a not believable asshole. Yeah. Um, so His kind eyes. <laughs> says baby blues. <laughs> um, but... So, uh, a couple things that I found really funny is uh, the, like, flashbacks to, like, the old school, like, fraternity, like, the uh, invention of beer pong. Yeah. Um, that being basically just a Lonely Island sketch. Made me think of uh, Dodgeball. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Um, um, and then <laughs> uh, the evolution of Dave, Dave Franco also kind of killed me, like, where he, like, goes from being, like, the, like, fratty bro to, like, wait a minute. This is not conductive to how we're going to exist after college ends in, like, literally three weeks. Yeah, he's like, he need to chill the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, and also he was like, yeah, um, my brother's fraternity also claims that they started beer pong, so fuck you. Um, but, um, where's it going with this? Oh, yeah, but I, I know we've been talking about basically every week how there's, like, an arc of, like, a brotherly love or some sort of, like, friendship that like means more than you know they're letting on at the beginning and their whole dynamic is like really sweet to me um especially uh well i'll say especially when he like tries to like fuck his girlfriend but (laughs) not tries no he actually actually (laughs) fucks his girlfriend and um but uh what was i saying oh yeah so dave franco's like growing up i thought was really cool um, and <laughs> the, like, involvement of the school, I thought was, I mean, apparently Zach said it's spot on. Um, I, I thought it was, like, how does, like, the school have so much, like, going on with, like, a fraternity? Like, it seems like an extracurricular thing. Like, not, like, a thing that the school would, like, mandate. Yeah. Um, but also, like, again, like, I'm very ignorant to that because, like, my school, like, actively did not have that. So I don't know, like, really any yeah. of that whole deal. I have no idea. Um... I know that Lisa Kudrow was in charge. <laughs> also, it was very funny to me that um, Rose Byrne was like, 
Oh, yeah, and, like, Dean, like, is an awful name. Yeah. <laughs> she was, he was like, no, that's her title. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do they call them in Australia? Chancellor. <laughs> well, she's the chancellor. <laughs> I was so rude to her. <laughs> no, like I said, uh, you were saying, like, she's fucking fantastic. I'm obsessed with her in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, was there anything in this that, like, other than Zac Efron not being like a convincing meanie pants that like did it for you or didn't do it for you uh, I, I don't know it was still just kind of there like it was fine it was like what I was expecting <laughs> <laughs> so so you said you hadn't seen it before did you were you expecting it to be like real bad or like no not even like I'm I, just curious um and how did it live up like it was exactly what I expected yeah. <laughs> to be. But like, ju- just as dumb as you were expecting? I don't even, I wouldn't even call it dumb. Like, yeah. it was just, like, serviceable. Like, it just, like. <laughs> it, did, it did what it was supposed to do? Yeah, it was, it's like if you get, if you get, like, McDonald's. <laughs> like, it's, you know, the miracle of the modern day fast food franchise is right. uh, quality control. In that, like, it's o- pretty much always going to be the same. Like, nine yeah. times out of ten, you're going to get the same thing. It's never going to be the best meal you've ever had in your life. But it's going to be, like, it's going to do what you need it to do. Mm-hmm. And that's how I would describe movies like this. I guess that's fair. Um, and I was fine with it. I wasn't, like, mad that I was watching it. But I was, like, I did, you know, zone out. But That's fair. Um, and I would say, like, out of, like, the stuff we've seen, like, and also this was, like, you know, what, 2014? Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, 2014. Um, I would say as far as, like, where everything lands, it's, I would say, certainly the least egregious. <laughs> <laughs> um, no rape jokes this week. That's true. <laughs> so that's a plus. <laughs> um, what? Are you trying to think if there was one? No, I mean, yeah, I guess, especially in, like, a frat right situation there is a really weird i don't even know how to articulate my way around this give me what you got but to watch this movie now and to see the party when like uh the cop shows up so they send like the one black frat guy out to talk to the cop i was like what (laughs) but like i feel like that's but the cop was hannibal burris so everything was fine (laughs) (laughs) honestly that did remind me of, like, a few parties I've been to, like, in high school slash college that, like, got shut down. Yeah. <laughs> um, not that I, like, I was a huge party animal or anything like that. Like, let's not get it twisted. I only went to a couple of, like, what I would consider raiders ever. <laughs> um, and certainly never a frat party. <laughs> like, good off that. Um, like, I was, you know, mostly just at, like, a friend's house and we, like, happened to get, like, a bottle that, like, one of our moms was, like, yeah, sure, you can have this fucking UV blue, sure. <laughs> um, or if it was my mom, like, you're not leaving the house, here's this, um, don't throw up. <laughs> um, not, like, proper parties for the most part. It was mostly just, like, my friends sitting around and, like, we us, like, drinking wine coolers, mm-hmm. really, for the most part. But um, <laughs> one of the things that I was reading about was that, like, they were really trying to nail, like, that they didn't want them to come off overly douchey or overly, like, shitty. Like, they wanted them to have, like, actually, like, relationships and, like, a real com- camaraderie and, like, all those things. And 
um, they didn't want to show a lot of the negative stereotypes that you get from, like, for, like frat houses and, like, stuff like that. Um, right. Which I think they kind of nail for the most part. And, like, the hazing stuff, like, they actually, so, like, Seth Rogen and, like, the, and, like, uh, Evan Goldberg were, like, actually pulling their friends who had gone to college. Mm-hmm. And were, like, in that whole deal, like, oh, like, what was this like? What was that like? To try to make it as, like, kind of, like, spot on as possible without, like, the typical, stereotypical bullshit. Yeah. Um, but I guess, like, so, like, the hazing bit... Um, they had to, one, like, the, the way they originally wrote it, like, they couldn't include, like, half of it, but, like, the stuff they couldn't include is stuff that actually happened in Ugh. their life. Because <laughs> I guess that's, like, really real. I don't really know, but. Yeah, yeah well. Yeah. Um, there is a rape joke. You're right, during that part. <laughs> what are the Ike Barinholtz scene where they're talking about, they're like, what, what causes a, a, or a frat scandal? And he's just like, rape. <laughs> But, like, they weren't, like, actively... And they like, make... They definitely make a Duke lacrosse joke. <laughs> I feel like those, like... I don't want to say you have to slide in, because, like, it was relevant at the time, they, but, like... They do get two... You, you're... you're <laughs> they do get two it. adults to get two college students drunk so that they'll have sex as part of a... But they're still adults. As part of a scheme. But they're still adults. I guess. <laughs> I will say... <laughs> And I think we're led to believe that, like, Seth Rogen and his wife are in their late 20s, maybe early 30s. I would think so, yeah. You know, so I don't think, you know, I don't know. I mean, like, here's the thing. I wouldn't make any schemes to, like, make anyone have sex with anyone. Against their will. (laughs) Yeah, at all, period, in any point in my life. (laughs) However, (laughs) I don't think that, you know, partying at that age is you know that out of the question no but like, it's not I'm just... but that's a definitely a questionable <laughs> action but again they're all the all action adults. is insane they're all adults so i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh like that's the worst thing you could you can't make somebody do anything but like <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i think i feel less strongly about that than that you should do. be on your campaign poster if you run for office <laughs> <laughs> you're an adult you're like, you can't make anybody do anything <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> Um, I almost knocked that completely off the table. Um, anyways, uh, I do think it's very, I will say the lengths of that last bit was a little bit much, but I think the idea of like a married couple with a baby, like trying to get a frat house, like kicked out of a college campus is kind of funny. Mm. I think the like on paper idea of that is funny, but I think the like in real life practicalities of it are very sus and whatever especially the they handled it um i think the first like couple of bits were like not so bad um and even like calling the cops initially i don't think was the worst thing but like it definitely was frowned upon mm-hmm. you know whatever um but yeah in the end they end up you know all kind of you know making amends everything's fine um everyone graduates it's fine. Um, but yeah, I don't understand how they made a second film out of this. Um, I mean, to be fair, it did make a lot of money. Like, a fuck ton of money. There you go. Um, like, I guess Seth Rogen and Zac Efron basically made exactly zero dollars to make this film because they just wanted it. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, they, like, cut almost their entire salaries just to make sure that, like, it would happen. But it seems like such a... It's only It only cost $18 million to make. I was going to say, it seems so, like, basic and commercial. It's weird that they would be like, yeah, I had to put everything on the line to, no, make, they, to make neighbors. You no, know, and they fully did, which is, like, very funny to me. Um, 
my like ended up making like two hundred and seventy million dollars, but it made its budget on opening night. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, I mean, yeah, I mean, sure, cash cow, like whatever. But I want to say they made the second one like two years, three years later. Um, I'm trying to find out. Um, let me find out. I have to look on Zac Efron's page. Um, oh, tw- yeah, two years later, 2016. Um, but I don't think that one did nearly as well. No, it didn't. It First of all, the budget was about twice as much, and it didn't even make half of what the first one made. Rough. Very rough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, again, I have exactly no desire to see it. I'm good. Um, and... Yeah. Sequels to comedies don't really work most of the time. And I would say especially something like this where, like, I think, like, again, like, the idea of it's, like, very funny on paper. I think that's why it did so well. Um, You know, this was, I would say, like, kind of peak Seth Rogen being funny. Sure. Um, Where he was, like, yeah. Where he was, like, a comedy star. He'll show up in your comedy movie. Right. Um, Because, you know, like, after this, I think he just kind of fades more into, like, the back end of things. Mm. Um, You know, for the most part. Yeah. Um, and then this was also kind of Zac Efron, like, kind of peaking also. <laughs> like, after all, a lot of the stuff he was doing, and people were like, oh, yeah, like, Zac Efron, he's, like, objectively hot. Like, I'll go see him shirtless as a, as a frat guy. Yeah. And, like I said, like, I think it delivers. Like, I think it's a fine movie. Um, but, like, I, I will sit here and say now, like, you know, this was, like, probably the second or third time I've ever seen it. Um, I don't think I ever need to watch it again. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel exactly the same way. <laughs> um, that is, like, I'm not negative on this. So no, I'm very neutral on it, yeah. and I would say, like, objectively, like, out of everything we've seen so far, this is probably, like, I'm going to say right now, probably, like, my, like, least favorite. Oh, not mine. Uh, it might be Tyler <laughs> Greenhorn. Let me, let, me, let me not lie about it. Oh, Greenhorn is not my least favorite. Oh, we can talk about that later. Not by a, not by a long shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, but, um, I am excited for next week. Um, we're going to watch The Disaster Artist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I actually, I'm not sure where, I think it's streamable. I haven't watched it in a hot minute. Um, I think it used to be on Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. It I is s- on Netflix. Okay. I saw it the one time in the theater. I haven't seen it since. Um, I was say, I've, I've seen it a few times. Um, like, I want to say like two or three times. And I think every time I've seen it was on Netflix. I did not watch it, mm-hmm. like, as it came out. Um, but that's all I have. Do you have anything else? Um, no, not really. Mm-hmm. Um, I did laugh once at the I end. Laughed, period. <laughs> uh, when they're when he meets him at the Abercrombie and mm-hmm. he takes his shirt off and they start like. Oh, that was totally improv. I'm sure, but yeah. they but he has Rogan has a line where he's like, "Why do we look so different? Is it your posture?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> really made me laugh. <laughs> Um, yes. <laughs> you know what we didn't talk about at what? all is the scene where he milks his wife. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't want to say I like rolled that out of being. <laughs> but yeah, so... And they get... put those crazy prosthetic tits on her. <laughs> the world's vainiest prosthetic tits. Yeah. Petrifying. It was pretty wild. Well, especially because, like, even, like, if you're, like, backed up or yeah. whatever, like, you're not spraying it anything. Was, it was pretty, uh... I, that was, like, one of those things where I was like, well, re- good on Rose Byrne for, like, being game to do that. <laughs> do you think a lot of people wouldn't be? Probably. I think it's one of those things, like, what I was talking about, not this specifically, but they didn't give Emma Watson, like, anything to yeah. do in 
this is the end she just like showed up <laughs> and the joke was like it's emma watson <laughs> No, 100%, because, like, why would she be at that party? But, yeah, to, like, give her something like, like, to give an actress something like this and be, like, this wild, gross comedy moment, you know? Yeah, and, like, you know, part of me is like, oh, that part was, like, really fucking funny, but at the same time, I'm like, did I need that? (laughs) I think it's one of those things that, like, you put it in the movie to, like, really push it over the edge, and you're more laughing at that you can't believe that that's happening. It's yeah. sort of like uh, the crowning moment in Knocked Up, where you're like, you don't need to see that, but, like, you'll never forget it. No, 100%. <laughs> um, and one thing I thought was funny, um, I guess there's a deleted scene where, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally are in it. And they're playing um, McLovin's parents, mm-hmm. like like a as like a bit where they're I guess like you know aghast at the school for you know trying to shut down the fraternity or some shit. Yeah. Um, but it's completely cut, and I think I would have loved to see that. That would be would have been <laughs> funny. I keep I forgot that McLovin was in this. <laughs> First of all, McLovin is in almost all of these until and you just, just brought it up. Exactly three seconds. <laughs> um, the joke is he's got a really long dick. Hey, and maybe it's not a joke. Who knows? If if it is, if it isn't more power to him, if it yeah, is, then good, for, good for him. Yikes! Uh, <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. Not that for him. <laughs> the bit where they're making molds of their dicks to sell. Oh my god! Dildos, and the one guy is just like, "You're supposed to get hard." And they're like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> and they did like waxed his whole. Yeah, he's like, "That was so much worse than I thought it was going to be." <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine getting all of my pubes ripped out exactly at once. Um, no, thank you. Mm-mm. I also feel like making a dick mold would not be comfortable, but who knows? I don't know. They do it. I know. Uh, it's definitely a very common thing that people do. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm, I think you buy a kit on Amazon for like 30 bucks. Cool. Yeah. Uh, not that I would know. Hey. Don't knock until you try it. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> talking about molding your dick? Yeah, my dick. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds messy and really like not fruitful. <laughs> um, anyways, depends on the dick. I suppose it's true, <laughs> and uh, if it goes in hard or not. <laughs> anyways, um, neighbors existed. It happened. Um, apparently, the second one also exists, and yeah. Um. Like I said, I don't plan on watching it, but if you've seen it, let me know if it's a, if it's any worth watching it, and I'm yeah. probably still not going to watch it anyway. Get at us if Neighbors 2 is your favorite movie. <laughs> and please explain why. <laughs> like, what's funny is that, like, Neighbors has, like, a 4 and, you know, or, or like, an 8 out of 10 rating on, like, all the things. Uh-huh. You know, just for, you know, existing. Yeah. Neighbors 2 has a, a solid 5 out of 10. <laughs> so, it's markedly worse, apparently. Huh. Um, it kind of makes me want to see it. <laughs> I'm good. But thank you for playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, thank you next. Goodbye. <laughs>